The RNBC Life podcast team dedicates our inaugural season to the life and memory of our friend and co-host, Shante Randall, who died in November of this year. She was a force of nature in everything she did, and so we felt it only right that our last podcast of this year is all about the amazing, the one-of-a-kind Shante Randall. We reached out to the many organizations and foundations and initiatives she was a part of in the short 19 months that she lived with metastatic breast cancer. We figured that to properly illuminate the impact that Shante had on our community, we needed to go directly to the source to hear from the people who also worked closely with her. The RNBC Life podcast team extends our sincere condolences to Shante's beloved daughter, Lauren, her parents, and many family and friends. We start with a conversation that our co-host Natalia Green recently had with the co-founders of GRASP, Christine Hodgson and Julia Mawes. They all share what Shante meant to them. Have a listen. We hear first from Christine Hodgson. We're feeling really at a loss. We didn't, we, we, it was very quick and it happened very fast. And Shante is very strong and doesn't let on that anything was going on. We were texting with her days before she died. So it's, it was um, very shocking almost. Like even though you, we all know what metastatic breast cancer is and what it can do, it's still somehow, you can't prepare for it. You just can't. So I'm very grateful to her family and I'm, I'm grateful that I met her. I'm just so grateful that we had this friendship and, and, um, you know, I actually, I actually was able to help her get into a trial at Hopkins and that was very special. Like I'm realizing how special it was that she let me go to the appointment with her and she let me kind of like, you know, bully my way <laughs> to this appointment and just say, we're, you know, you're going to see, we're going to get a second opinion. We're going to do this, you know? So I, I think that that was, um, I realized not everybody would be able to do that. Um, a lot of people don't want somebody else in the room with them. And I was just very grateful that she, she let me do that. She let me help her. So she gave me that gift. I don't think I can say anything different. I am um, just so thankful for um, having had Shante in my life and, and still having her in my life. Um, I will always cherish the moments that we spent together. We have all these text chains, chains with um, with her little videos and comments. And, um, like I remember when we first met up, um, at a Chipotle kind of in the middle of, um, her house in Maryland and my house in DC. I remember, um, how she was at SABCS just starting in advocacy. And then just a couple months later, she was already a grasp mentor, Um, I remember her sharing her view uh, with people without any, anything holding her back and being just so truthful and, and, um, and willing to improve the lives of others. And um, we, so we are in a, a local support group here in DC and, and she was a member of that. And we, we had an in-person meeting um, this summer at um, at the other Shantae's farm, and uh, we brought our chairs, sat far apart from each other, wore, wore our masks. And when people were leaving, Shantae had just had progression. Uh, when people were leaving, um, she and I like 
got close to each other and we were like, okay, let's just do it. And we shared the most amazing hug um, and broke quarantine and broke social distancing. And, and that hug will forever stay with me. I just love her so much. And um, um, one of our mentors, Patty Spears, um, taught me that when the most difficult thing in advocacy is losing your friends. There's no doubt about that. Um, but when we do, we take the time to grieve them. We make sure we are okay. And when we can keep going, we put everything that they were carrying in their backpack into our own backpack and we keep going. And I'm forever going to take Shanti in my backpack and I will work tirelessly to end these disparities for black women. It is um, appalling that we live in a country that um, has these differences um, based purely on um, the racism of, of people. I completely agree. It's interesting that I met Shantae. Shantae's actually the connection I have to our NBC. She's the one who reached out to me to be part of this group because they're lo looking for a Latinx representation. You and were in the same class, right? For LBBC. And then we that also met your, at- uh, That is like the, the most amazing LBBC class ever because it has Jasmine and Marissa. Yes, so we met at the YSC um, summit. Marissa, Jasmine, Shantae and I, we attended a, a session that kind of got really heated about some race issues. And from right there, Marissa and, and, uh, and Jasmine, they formed their For the Rest of Us. Every interaction I've had with Shantae and it, it just is such, she's so fierce. You know what I mean? She was just this present that if she talked, people heard, people wanted to listen to her. And she was just so smart, so beautiful, so funny. And um, more than anything, I've been trying to reflect. I wasn't as close with her as all of you are, but I'm just so happy that she was part of my life. You know, it's so crazy how impactful she's been, even though we were just like acquaintances, and but friends, you know. But yeah, she was just, uh, and she still is just a beautiful person. And and. I think she's going to leave our mark, uh, a mark with us for a really long time. In so many ways, especially yes. in, um, in the amazing, bright, outspoken daughter that she raised. Um, and I think we're going to all be seeing a lot more of Lauren. Uh, what a fierce young woman, just like her mom. Yeah. Shantae was a role model, not just to her daughter Lauren, but to so many, even us grown-up advocate types. She was passionate about helping the Black community and worked hard to address racial disparities in healthcare in several initiatives she was part of. She spoke out firmly whenever she saw something wrong. I, for one, relied on her counsel on more than a few occasions these past six months. She was generous and kind, but did not pull any punches. She was funny, full of life, and a true energizer bunny. 
Here's Shantae telling her own story in her own voice on our podcast back in August. My name is Shantae Randall. I live in Columbia, Maryland, which is a suburb uh, between Baltimore and D.C. I was uh, first diagnosed early stage triple negative in October of 2017. Um, had the usual followed by chemo, no radiation, and I was NED, no evidence of disease for about 11 months. And then I started experiencing shortness of breath and pain. And I ended up having a metastatic recurrence. It was a lesion in my sternum of which I've had proton beam radiation. Then I had one in my arm and I had regular radiation. Then I had nothing for a while. And then in December, I had um, a massive spread in many bones to include my liver. And so I started on a clinical trial and I'm actually uh, stable. I'm on my eighth month and I'm actually stable with the meds that I am taking. I am 43, African-American army vet and proud mother to a recent college graduate. I still work full-time. I have two jobs, a full-time and a part-time job because living with metastatic breast cancer is very expensive. I love to advocate. It has become a passion of mine to make sure I share my story for young women and especially women of color, young women of color, because the disparities are something that's very alarming in 2020. And I really feel like I want to do my part to make sure I spread the word in my community. And I love being part of the podcast because I learn so much um, every episode and I learn so much from our other co-hosts and other members of the team. So I'm so excited to be part of this. Shantae had a way of making us feel really special, but not just us. Every organization and initiative she said yes to felt exactly the same way. She brought her A-game every time, and here's uh, Jamil Rivers, the president of Mediviver, talking about Shantae, who is a board member of Mediviver as well. Hi, this is Jamil Rivers. I am the board president of Mediviver Research and Support. I had the pleasure of knowing Shantae as a fellow patient advocate and a fellow board member of Mediviver. She was a light. She was a force. Um, I'm so saddened by the fact that um, we lost her to metastatic breast cancer. I'm happy that she doesn't have to struggle through anymore. Um, We will continue to push this work forward. Her advocacy in regards to disparities in metastatic breast cancer We love her. I'm thankful that I had the chance to let her know that before um, we lost her and I did get a chance to say goodbye. Um, But this just goes to show that we still have so much work to do in regards to research for metastatic breast cancer and addressing equity and disparities in metastatic breast cancer with Black women. And I'm going to miss her, but I do know that she has left um, family behind and a whole community of advocates that will continue to push forward in her name. And um, I think of her all the time as I'm pushing forward, just the fact that I'm still here and I can continue to push forward. Um, I want Lauren to know that uh, she is not by herself. I know that she has an amazing family with her. The service was beautiful. But we are thinking of her every day and thinking of Shantae every day. And her light 
will continue to shine. She touched so many people and her advocacy, her story will continue to live on. We love you. Hi, this is Laura Inahara. I am the executive director of More Fight More Strong. And we are honored we were asked to participate in this Remembrance podcast for Shantae. We were very shocked and saddened to hear the news of Shantae's passing. We actually met Shantae through our advocacy work for metastatic breast cancer. When Shantae proactively reached out to us after seeing a campaign we were working on to offer her support last year. We're so grateful for the time and energy she put into our campaign. To Shantae's family and friends, we're thinking of you and we send our sincerest and deepest condolences. Shantae was a very special person, and she will forever be remembered. My name is Janine Guglielmino, and today I'm pleased to speak on behalf of the staff of Living Beyond Breast Cancer about the life and legacy of Shantae Randall. Shantae's story shows the deep impact one person can have on the world over the course of a life, even one cut tragically short as Shantae's was. But even in the brief time we knew her, Shantae changed the course of many lives, and she certainly made an impact on me and on all of us at Living Beyond Breast Cancer. Shantae was diagnosed with recurrent metastatic triple negative breast cancer on April 2nd, 2019, just four days before our annual conference on metastatic breast cancer. That was the first time we met her. We keep a special eye on newly diagnosed people since the conference experience can be very overwhelming. Shantae told us the diagnosis had put her in a tough and a dark place, but she later said it had revolutionized her thought process. There, she found connection, empowerment, hope, and a sense of purpose. The next time that I saw Shantae was three months later when she was accepted into our Young Advocate program. In her application, Shantae explained that she was first and foremost a proud mom to Lauren, who she called an awesome college senior. She said she was an army vet who loves to read, work out, eat good food, watch comedy shows, and listen to great music. As for what she wanted to do, she said she wanted to change the stigma and fear of breast cancer. She'd already been advocating at her job and on social media, and now she said, I want to be part of a team that brings joy, hope, and knowledge to women like me. Shante happened to join a very special young advocate class, our 10th class, which was a mix of people with early stage and metastatic breast cancer, who was almost immediately the most tight-knit group of advocates we had ever had. They had all come from different areas of the country and had vastly different personal experiences, but they just immediately connected and empathized with one another. And Shante played a big role in turning that room full of strangers into close friends. My colleague Erin says her main memory of Shante was her amazing energy and engagement. She was just a person you wanted to be around. She brought her full self to the training and even through those long, long training days, I remember her smiling and connecting with people. Shantae was very committed to helping Living Beyond Breast Cancer improve our programs, including challenging us to include more about race and ethnicity differences in breast cancer. Shantae did so many different types of advocacy activities. She helped recruit future volunteers. 
She supported people on social media, and she shared her story in many different types of ways. Just a few months ago, Shante spoke to our incoming young advocate class. My colleague Lynn says Shante's enthusiasm and energy was contagious. She just jumped at the chance to speak so she could help the next class find their advocacy passion. She was always so giving and positive, Lynn told me. Although I'm sure she had her tough days, she was an individual who lifted others with her generous spirit. The last time I spoke with Shante was when she served as a panelist at our 2020 conference on metastatic breast cancer. She had been on our advisory committee and had been meeting with the Living Beyond Breast Cancer team over many months to help plan the content. At that panel, she shared with our community that one of the reasons she advocated was that she wanted the world to see that metastatic breast cancer is not just for older white women, that it was important for her to show her face and to share her story. She spoke about the grief she felt when she lost her friends, and she shared her passion for the issue of ensuring Black women with metastatic breast cancer get mental health support. When I asked the panelists about how they talk with the people they love about their wishes for end of life, Shante said her greatest concern was for her daughter, Lauren. She worried for her, and she also worried for her parents. But, she said, she needed to continue to speak so that even when I'm not here, my legacy will continue on and my advocacy will become their advocacy and can make changes, if not for me, then for someone else. I'm so sorry for the loss of Shante, and I promise that her voice will continue on and her advocacy will continue through all the lives that she touched, through the people she met, through living beyond breast cancer. Hi, everyone. Um, this is Mema Carmo, uh, president and founder of Tiger Lily Foundation. I'm honored to be able to honor Shante today with this video, be a part of this. Uh, I met her about a year ago and um, was so impressed with her advocacy. As I've gotten to know her over time, I became more impressed by her authenticity, by her passion, by her drive, by her honesty, her perseverance, and how she fought the good fight. Um, I'm just so thankful to have known her and thankful to have worked alongside her and to learn from her as a patient and advocate and as a woman who is a fierce warrior. Um, I'm so sad that she is no longer with us in person, but I'm, I feel like we're, we're forever blessed by her spirit and blessed by what she taught us, even in her last days. She was still planning on how to advocate, how to empower other women, how to teach people how to build a living legacy. Um, and so today I just want to say that to Shantae's family and if she's listening, that we love you and we are forever blessed by knowing you and changed because of you. And um, we honor you, we miss you, and we'll see you in the next lifetime. Love you, my sister. As you can hear, Shantae was involved in so many initiatives and organizations. She volunteered her time generously to the new Touch Black Breast Cancer Alliance and the Metastatic Breast Cancer Alliance as an individual member. Here's Ann Lozer talking about Shantae. This is a memory of Shantae Randall. 
Shante was a member of the patient-centered dosing initiative team for several months. I've never seen anyone who is more dedicated, more involved in advocacy, and more determined to make things better for patients. She was especially dedicated to improving the lives of Black people because they are underserved, as we know, in the medical community. And I, I remember that when the Patient-Centered Dosing Initiative ran a survey, and when we became aware that there was underrepresentation from the African-American community, Fonte went on social media. She did everything she possibly could to attract participants to the survey from the Black community. Shante was very outspoken. Um, I think that is necessary to affect change for the better. And she always did it in a way that made perfect sense and persuaded the listener. She was also a very kind and loving person. And we couldn't agree more with Anne. In addition to dedicating this inaugural season to Shantae, we also couldn't think of a better trailblazer to highlight. Here is Jersey Baker, the host of the Trailblazer segment on this podcast with her remembrance. As we all know, Shantae is no longer with us, but she was a true trailblazer. She left her mark in the metastatic breast cancer world, a legacy and she will forever be remembered for her advocacy. She was also one of our co-hosts, as well as she lended herself to several other advocacy programs. So this month of December, we hold the space for Shantae Randall, as she is truly a trailblazer. A great example of how, in such a short time, she was plowing through barriers to make change for Black women not just here in the United States, but throughout the world. With our other amazing co-host, Sheila McGlone, Shante co-founded the Tumani African Breast Cancer Outreach. Shante was a connector, and she brought other people on board to this mission. One such person is Chris Chukwunyere. This is what Chris wrote on behalf of the Tumani African Breast Cancer Outreach. We are heartbroken, a warrior and inspiration who carved purpose out of her existence. Tumani means hope in Swahili. On days like this, hope seems distant. On days like this, we have more questions than answers. On days like this, our hope rests in one greater than ourselves. That is where Shante's hope resided. We will continue to hope, advocate, and amplify voices. We are Tumani. We will Keep giving hope. That was her desire. We will continue to blaze those trails that Shante started, remembering always her passion, compassion, and eternal light. A light that shines so bright still leads the way. Tell God we still have work to do and we need his presence now more than ever. One thing we cannot forget to mention is that Shante was funny, really funny. And so she would she would just send quick memes and messages to friends when they were in treatment or just because. Given this girl never 
ever said no and was so very generous as we've been telling you this entire podcast with her time. She was so generous with her time. Here's Shantae giving advice to her friend Sheila, advice we know she never, ever followed herself. Just like me, you need to learn how to say no. No. Let me get back to you on that. Let me think about that. Let me check my schedule. Nah, no thank you. No. (laughs) Finally, we wanted to leave you with the thoughts of Shantae's very close friend, Sheila McGlone. As Sheila says, Shantae wasn't just her cancer sister, her met sister, not even her advocate sister. They were deeply connected with their belief in God. She was Sheila's sister that God knew she needed. Sheila let us know her heart is torn, soul damaged, but she knows that God has bigger plans for Shantae. Sheila says what joy it is to be seated with God, and there's nothing greater than that. Sheila recorded her thoughts here. Well, Shantae, I'm doing your remembrance video. Never in a million years did I think I would be doing a remembrance video for you. We were the dynamic duo. But God called you home. And I missed you. I miss you. I miss your texts when I'm at treatment, and I miss even when I go for my infusions. Like you knew my schedule. It's like we could read each other and know when something was wrong. But just know that your legacy continues, and. I will continue to speak up and speak loud for all NBC patients. Because you are so passionate about raising awareness and making sure that everyone was treated fairly. Yes, I do want to see you again, but it's that's not that's, that's not what God wanted. But I just want you to know that I love you, and I know you're up in heaven, smiling down like you better get it together, and you better you better continue. Cause believe me, I thought about stopping, right? There are not too many people that affect me, and this one affected my soul and my heart. I think it even affected my body and my mind. I just, we were just texting each other on Monday, and you were gone on Thursday, and I was just like, like, did I miss something? No, God needed you more, You are a true friend. I 
You are a true, true, genuine friend. And you were direct. <laughs> you were direct. You always told me how you feel, and I appreciated that. And you always told me, Sheila, say no, say no, say no, say no. And I haven't started saying no to people because I needed just some time because I was overwhelmed. So, I know I'll see you again, as my mom would say. This is only our temporary home. Our permanent home is in heaven. And now you're resting with God. You're resting with God. Thank you for listening to this special remembrance episode of the RMBC Life podcast, honoring our friend and fellow co-host, Shante Randall. This podcast is supported by Share Cancer Support. This is the last episode of our inaugural podcast season, and we'll be back in January and February with some special programming and a big kickoff to season two on March 1, 2021. Everyone here at the pod wishes all of you, our listeners, a very safe and happy holiday season. The very best wishes for a much better 2021.